things who comes from Syria originally. Let me welcome her to the Arabology show. Hello, Sahlaya Lubna. Thank you very much, Ramzi. I'm very happy to be here today. Lubna, I would love to talk to you about your background and your love of the Arabic language and poetry. Now, you know, many of our listeners understand Arabic and you write poetry in classical Arabic. That's right. We're going to treat them right away to a sample of your poetry in Arabic and then perhaps we'll attempt to translate it into English for those who don't understand Arabic. What's the poem's name, Ya Lubna? The title is And that translates to And I Still Do Not Succeed. Can you tell us a little bit about you know the circumstances that led you to write this poem? I was going through a difficult time in New York. I'm Syrian and my family still resides in Aleppo, Syria. And during um, the past two years, the situation for many um, Syrians, I'd say, in the U.S. became more complicated around certain legal regulations that came out recently. So I was living that experience and it was weighing me down. And it was a moment where I started questioning, how can I reach the goals that I'm setting for myself when sometimes the world is testing me. Um, Certain labels that I do not choose for myself come to define me in spite of my attempts to put forth the labels that I choose for myself. So the Syrian label, all of a sudden, while I'm very proud of it, became a tool that is being used to limit me and constrain my opportunities in life, especially that I left my family back in the Middle East. I moved to the US on my own. So I was reflecting on that experience, going through it, and I decided to write those few words words to explain the journey before coming to New York and during that time. Now, what a way to respond to the travel ban by writing poetry from a Syrian poetess. It's called We're loosely translating it as And I Still Do Not Succeed. Premiere right here on the Arabology Show. We're going to leave it to Lubna to read her own words and then we'll attempt to translate it. قد قيل لي إن إن طرحتي خمسة من عشرة أثبتي أن الأرض تدور وغدوتي عالمة لونك يشف وجنسك يرقى قد قيل لي إن حفظت الأبجدية ونشدت القافية تملكت اللغة وأصبحت راقية لهجتك تبهت ونجمك يصطع قد قيل لي إن قرأتي فهمتي وإن فهمتي نجحتي فاشتهدت وحفظت ونشدت وقرأت وفهمت ولكنني لم أنجح استقصيت لماذا أجابوني ما زال نجمك خافت فأخذت صاعقة ذهبية وضربت نجمي فما لو اعتدل وسطع في سماء النجوم الخاسرة ولكنني ما زلت لا أنجح 
سألت لماذا؟ أجابوني لهجتك حلبية؟ وريحك تفوح ياسمينا دمشقيا وريحانا فسرقت لسانا أعجمي ولكته ساعة ويوما وعقودا فتهيج فمي وتبدلت الضاد إلى غين لينة مكسورة ولكنني ما زلت لا أنجح تعجبت لماذا؟ أجابوني جنسك خسيس واهن قد خلق من ضلع مهشم وها هو يعيش حياة مهمشة محورها خبز ولحم ومآلها أطفال معددة فسلخت جلدي الناعم وركبته حراشفا فولاذية واقتلعت شعري المعطر وارتديت طربوش جدي المعتق ونزعت أظافري الزهرية وثبت مخالب مستبدة ولكنني ما زلت لا أنجح ذهلت لماذا؟ أجابوني ما زال لونك عربي وظله سوري وأنت على أرض العمالقة يكرهون العربي ويحتقرون السوري فهرعت إلى علبة الألوان وتلونت بالأخضر والأبيض والأشقر وأتقنت ألواني فنسيت أرض أجدادي ونسيت قلم أبي الكوفي ونسيت مطبخ جدة الكيالي فكلموني ولم أعرف من يكلمون قالوا لي أنت فقلت ومن أنا وما زلت لا أنجح We're talking about you as a woman We're talking about you as a Syrian woman And we're talking about an age Where Syrian has become a label that is feared How did you manage to address all those themes in one poem? I certainly see how these themes come together And form a lot about my impression of who I am in life And maybe it's fair to explain that that I am a Syrian But I was born and raised in the Arabian Gulf region Although I was born and raised there, I'm not a citizen So growing up in that environment as well I grew up very sensitive to what the other means and whether I am the other and it happened to be that constantly in those social settings I am labeled as the other so that's a wound that I carry around with me and I thought by moving to the US the land of the immigrants the land of opportunity I'd be able to create and carve out a space for myself that is more welcoming and where I define myself as none other I claim ownership of my space and and my identity and I was actually in the process of doing that when the travel ban which is a signifier honestly it's not the ban itself but it's just disrupted my attempt to heal and and to find a voice for myself and overcome not only the the part about me that I was constantly reminded as being less and growing up in that Arabian Gulf environment, but also being a woman and how sometimes if it's not an explicit direct message of marginalization and that I am less in some ways, it, it would be very implicit in, the, in the, how the culture manifests itself back home. And honestly, I come from a, a well-educated background. Um, I do not consider my background to be exceptionally sexist in any way. But still, at the end of the day, there are these implicit messages growing up that I would absorb them and allow them to become a part of my repertoire of the the resources that I claim when I'm thinking about myself and defining myself. And I realized a lot of these resources are not empowering, that I'm trying to work my way through life in spite of them, not because of them. When the travel ban kicked in and I was in that process, as I explained, to find myself and define for myself a space that I own, that theme, that painful theme of being a woman and being the 
other in in the Arabian Gulf country came back, resurfaced, mm. and they all together merged and made me feel that this is not an, a new wound that I'm experiencing. This is just, you know, someone adding salt to my old wound. Mm. Sort of your old wounds coming back. Yeah. When did you come to the States, Lubna? So I came in 2015 and I came to study, did my master's in New York in comparative education, and then I worked there at the university. It was a very interesting time. Yeah. <laughs> and from 2015 to 2018, you have uh, witnessed, I think, a lot of changes in our America. For those of us who came in the 80s and saw the trends mm. and the pendulum swing both ways. Mm. And I think it is with voices like yours, Lubna, the voice of an independent free thinker, a woman who comes from Syria, who's able to assert her position of enunciation, to be able to write this kind of poetry in Arabic. I'd like to thank you for speaking out and for allowing us to record you today as you read this poem. And I guess for our English-speaking listeners, we might as well <laughs> the translation. give them the translation. Sure. Knowing full well, Lubna, before I hear it, that it could never live up to that Arabic. Here's the best we can do yes. in terms of translating the poem by Lubna Kayali into English. And I guess we're going to title it Lubna and I still do not succeed. I was told if I labor, I reap the fruits. If I subtract five from ten, I prove that the earth rotates and I become a scientist. My color purifies and my gender ascends. I was told if I memorize the alphabet and recite in rhymes, I reign over the language and I become urbane and sophisticated. My dialect fades and my star shines. I was told if I read, I will understand and if I understand, I will succeed. So I labored and memorized and recited and read and understood, but I did not succeed. I investigated why. They answered, your star is dim. So I took a golden thunderbolt and struck my star. It tilted, then straightened, then shone in the sky of the losing stars. But I still do not succeed. I asked why. They answered, your dialect is Alepian and your send exudes Damascian jasmine and lilies. So I stole a foreign tongue, and I chewed on it an hour, days, and decades. My mouth swelled, and my blood transformed to a broken, frail rain. But still, I'm not succeeding. I was perplexed. Why? They answered, your gender is feeble and despicable. It was created from a crushed rib. And here it is, living a marginalized life. Its essence are bread and meat, and its ultimate end are innumerable children. So I skinned my soft body and installed scales made of steel. And I ripped my perfumed hair and wore my grandfather's ancient fez. And I tore off my rosy nails and affixed tyrannical claws. But still, I'm not succeeding. I was baffled. Why? They answered, your color remains Arabic and its shadow is Syrian and you are in the land of the giants. They hate the Arab and they loathe the Syrian. So I scurried to the crayons box and painted myself in white, green and blonde. I walked and spoke my colors until I mastered them, until I forgot the land of my ancestors, until I forgot my father's Kufik Ben, until I forgot my grandmother's Kayali cuisine. And then they spoke to me. I did not know whom they were speaking to. They told me you. But who am I? 
and I still do not succeed. It worked, and it's our honor to be able to say that we debuted your poetry here at Stanford or here at KZSU. I know that we were going to have many more meetings, Lubnakayali, and many more poems to come. But thank you for this beautiful introduction to your poetry. Thank you very much for having me today and giving me this opportunity to share my story with others. I really appreciate it. And I hope it spoke to other people's experiences because I realize ultimately we all share this experience of of pain sometimes, Mm -hmm. however you want to define And since it's out there, Lubna, and with your permission, perhaps we can publish it on the Arabology blog so that people who listen to the podcast, for example, can, you know, listen again and follow along with the Arabic and the English translation. Sure. Yes, that would be great, actually. You heard it right here on the air, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Lubna Kayali, a poet in her own rights who is able to write in Arabic and somehow fluidly translate it into an English that also reached the heart. Shukran, Lubna, for sharing your work with us. Have I, fun. I know it's very private. Yeah. You. <laughs> thank you for having me. And thank you for coming to the Arabology Show. I envision this to be one of many, many more visits in the future, inshallah. Inshallah. And keep up the good work, young lady. We're very proud of you here on Thank the Airbaldi Show. <laughs> Thank you. This uh, we'll great. be back uh, in a moment uh, right here with some uh, Syrian music from Aleppo. Qulut Halabiya, perhaps. Oh, wonderful. And I'm going to dedicate that from the Airbaldi Show to poet Lubna Kayali, who's been my guest today. Shukran Thank you Lubna. very much, Ramzi. I appreciate it. Thank you.